Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to the Leeds, Leeds, Leeds podcast. My name's Joe Mewis. I'm your host here at Leeds Live. And today I'm joined by my colleague, Christian Johnson. Christian, how's tricks? Um, it'd be better if England were in a World Cup final. It's, uh, it's still come to terms with that, if I'm honest. But um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. We're recording here. It's um, what day are we on? Um, Thursday, isn't it? So um, it's the uh, the day after the night before. Um, football is not coming home it's as not, we were promised. Very um, sadly, so many times over the last last few weeks in uh, <laughs> in song, meme, and chant format. Every format, exactly. Um, I mean, obviously, we we all watched the game last night. I think um, oh, everyone listening has probably probably watched it. We don't need to do too big a post mortem. But what are your sort of takeaways now the dust starting to settle on that one Christian I think it's interesting to use the word post-mortem there because after every England tournament that's what it is this time round it's so different though I think the, the euphoria around getting to a semi-final who'd have thought semi-final it's no mad one. absolutely mm. mad you know mm. it's, it's never happened in my lifetime it's never happened yeah you never got to a semi-final there generations of England fans isn't there who haven't seen this exactly and as disappointing as the loss to Croatia was it, it was what a journey you know I think back to that Colombia game the, the nerves the tension but the relief of winning on penalties and the contrast to the Sweden game of it being relatively easy for a quarter-final mm. 2-0 win so the tournament as a whole was amazing the loss to Croatia yes disappointing yes perhaps more could have been done on the night but it was what a journey for England and Gareth Southgate comes out with it with so much credit in the bank he does doesn't he yeah like you said um, expectations I think um, it was more sort of hope than expectation before the tournament wasn't it but um, as you say normally when England get knocked out of a tournament it's it's, you know the, the bones are picked out of it for months more often than not we have these root and branch reviews where the old you know youth systems shaken up and all that um, and what's encouraging here is a as you said Gareth Southgate's done so well he's, he's re-engaged the fans of the England team 100%. which you know um, not been funny but who not a lot of people were that fussed about the England team you know over the last sort of few years and that's it it was such an uphill task you know so yeah, many people were disengaged myself included mm, I was very yeah. disengaged with England for so many years but now I'm, I'm fully invested because he's just brought mm. that sort of that human element back to, to the England team. Yeah. It felt like they were a completely different species, whereas Southgate is so grounded and, and the, the players seem to have taken his lead from that. They do, yeah. I mean, um, I was looking earlier, actually. Um, Kyle Walker sent a great tweet this afternoon. Um, he, he sent his one early morning all, you know, I'm gutted, heartbroken, all that. And then um, his, his tweet this afternoon just said, um, we live in a time where sometimes it's easier to be negative than positive or to divide than unite. But England, let's keep this unity alive. I love you. Brilliant. So um, that's I mean, that's, fantastic, that's, isn't that's, it? Yeah. Just the, the fact that England players are sending that sort of message, you yeah. know, about... And he's got a point about the society, you know, we, we talk on the day that Donald Trump arrives in the UK, you know. <laughs> it's, it couldn't be more apt, um, in a way. And also, you look at the age of the squad, you know, years gone by, mm. we've pinned our hopes on a Gerrard, a Lampard, a Rooney, a Michael Owen. It hasn't worked out. This time around, yes, Kane is probably our standout player, but we don't look at him in the same way we looked at superstars in years gone by. And the age of this squad, Pickford's a young goalkeeper. That's it. Walker's 
not very old. Stones is a very young defender. Maguire's mm. got plenty of years ahead of him. You, you look yeah. through the whole team, even Harry Kane's only 24, 25. So Harry Kane, Deli Ali, Lingard. Yeah, yeah, the same team can do can do a similar thing, hopefully, in, in the next two, three tournaments. And I think, um, as well, I think they're going to be supplemented by more players coming through because um, one of the previous you know, root and branch reviews was this big sort of shake-up in, um, in the youth system. So we're talking what... That'll be sort of the the 2010 exit, sort yeah. of around there, 2010, 2012, when it when it was bleak. And it takes time, and but it's approaching that time. It's now. the process. What what they've they've done, and it's it's really coming through now. You look at some of the big clubs; they're just sort of industrializing this youth talent. Yeah. And that's what um, Spain have done, France have done over the last decade or so. And I think we're we're at the beginning of the cycle where. England are going to have all these players coming through. You know, you look at some of the players that, that didn't make it this time. And Lewis Cook, a perfect example, as, as you know, all Leeds United fans will know. He's had a very good season. With He's had a very good season. If he continues to grow, like I just think he he would be the sort of player that England were crying out for last night. I mean, I can see why he wasn't in the squad this time. It's probably a bit early for him. He's I know only you mean had the style of season. player, and if he has another couple of good seasons, he mm. can be in the squad the next Euros. Yeah, because um, easily. I think what what did happen um, last night in the defeat was. That England's limitations were found out. Oh, 100%, so yeah. They, the lack of creativity for midfield and the lack exactly. of. Exactly. I mean, Loftus Sheik can burst past the player, but he's not a creative midfielder, is he, in, in, yeah. in that sense? So that's where there are downfalls in the England side. It's, it's, yeah, it's that creative midfielder or that yeah. midfielder that can run the game. You know, yeah. you, I mean, you know, if, if a Modric type. Well, you, Croatia you have the best in the world, don't they? Yeah, they do, yeah. Um, but I mean, all in all, it's uh, it's been and still is. Uh, it's been a really enjoyable tournament. Um, it's it's quite funny that it's been cloudy in uh, Leeds all day today. Yeah, it's, it's like just Doomsday, as if to say, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back to normal. Back no to more normal. <laughs> no more in the semi-final. Trump's coming here. We've got Brexit on the horizon, so it's um, it's all quite um, miserable. Um, but anyway, aside but from anyway, all that doom and yeah, gloom. Um, <laughs> from yeah, one white team in white that lets us down to uh, to Leeds United. <laughs> hey, look at the seamless link Very there. Good. Um, what we're going to do now is um, we're, we're going to look at a few Leeds United things. But first of all, we're going to hear from um, a man who's in, in the middle of this Venn diagram, uh, Tony Zerigo. Of course, he was a member of the England squad in 1990, who got to the semi-finals last time. And he was a title winner with Leeds United two years later. Um, I got the chance to have a quick chat with him last week. Uh, and I spoke to him a bit about, um, about this summer, about uh, the arrival of Marcelo, Marcelo Bielsa and um, what Leeds are looking to do and still need to do in the transfer market. So uh, let's just hear from Tony. Uh, well, it's been a busy summer to a point. I think there's still some, some work to be done. But I know the guys are working uh, you know, extremely hard. But yeah, to get uh, some of the calibre of Marcelo Bielsa is absolutely incredible. So it's, it's exciting. Um, what's clear as well is that you know, the club mean business and they're trying to support the manager in what he wants to do. Um, and so for me, it's, it's, a, it's an attitude change completely at the club. So everyone's excited, everyone's raring to go. Uh, but you know, it's still going to be very, very difficult, no doubt. Yeah, do you think he'll be able to have an instant impact? Obviously, his methods are sort of very yeah. different to what the players used to work into. Is there going to be that learning curve, do you think? Uh, I, I think there is. Uh, but saying all that, uh, you know, he's certainly managed in different countries, uh, whether it's national sides or club sides as well. So he has so much experience. You know, the game is the game of football. I think there are certain intricacies of the championship that he will, uh, he will have learnt. Uh, he's, he's so studious as well. He would have gone through the championship all last season. So I don't think there's going to be too many surprises to him. Uh, and he's had a good few weeks now to set everything up and uh, and get going. So uh, no, I, I think he's going to be uh, you know well prepared uh, as best he can, and the club will be as best prepared as they can. That's right. Yeah. Um, then in terms of transfers, um, mm. I, I don't know how much of Leeds United you saw last season. Like where would you? A lot. Where, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it wasn't, wasn't the greatest season. Where, where do you think they they need to strengthen? 
a lot of areas. You know, I think uh, certainly the goalkeeping area is one. Uh, centre half, I think uh, central midfield, a striker as well. So I, I think you know all over the pitch. But uh, I think it's making sure we get the the right sort of calibre in, right, right sort of quality. Uh, you know, and uh, what looks to be. Uh, Bielsa's main problem is that uh, you know we have too many players, so we need to get that that squad trimmed down, but get some quality in there. So I, I think uh, you know I firmly uh, agree with that as well. I think the, the club are trying to work on that. Uh, so anyone that watched us last season, you know, I think it's pretty obvious where we, we need some improvements, and uh, we're going to rectify that. So yeah, that was um, Tony Dorigo, who I spoke to um, at the opening of Leeds United's um, new shop in Trinity uh, Leeds Shopping Centre last week. Um, really good chat with him. Also spoke to him a bit about England and everything, but that was. Um, that was obviously before last night's game, so a bit out of date now. <laughs> but he was very bullish of their chances. Um, so there, he, he spoke a lot about transfers there, Christian, and he said um, the areas that he wants Leeds to strengthen, goalkeeper, centre-half, central mid and striker. <laughs> Not many then, the entire yeah, spine yeah. of the team. Um, <laughs> it, it must be said, there needs to be a lot of work done in the transfer window, and time is quickly running out. Mm. Um, for for Bielsa to do that, you know, everybody knows there needs to be a lot of work done. He said he said as such in his first press conference, didn't he? He yeah. wanted a, a number of new faces in. Four or five was his yeah, um, it, it has magic been, number. It's been really really quiet though. What what are the reasons mm. for that? Obviously, the World Cup's played a big part in it, but are there are there other mitigating circumstances around that. Yeah, so um, obviously just the background. It's the there's only one player come in, uh, Lewis Baker on loan from Chelsea, fits that central midfield role, but. Um, that Dorigo mentioned there um, and the other thing Bielsa said was that he wanted to get rid of a lot of players he, the number 15 a lot was banded around yeah. there um, so Leeds are up to nine outgoings I think since we spoke to you last on this podcast you'd, you'd probably be keeping tabs at home but it's very easy to, uh, to lose count as we're, <laughs> we're almost onto the, uh, the toes um, quick rundown of who did has gone since we last spoke uh, Andy Lonergan released from his contract a year early J. Roy Grott over to uh, VVV Venlo in uh, Back in uh, Holland for him. Tyler Denton on loan to uh, Peterborough. He's actually scored um, in both his pre-season games for them so far. That's so that's, that's promising. Uh, Powdy O'Connor's gone to the seaside. He's gone to Blackpool. Um, should look to get a whole season in the books there. That'll be really promising. And Malik Wilkes was the latest player to go. Um, as we speak, he's, uh, he's going to spend the first six months of the season at Doncaster Rovers. So, you know, decent standard there. Um, so that's nine out, one in. Um, and it's... It's no exaggeration to say that the fans are getting very restless now. I think England's um, exit only magnifies this because we haven't got that nice, shiny distraction in exactly, Russia. Exactly, yeah. Um, as you say, the, the World Cup, a, a definite reason. Um, it, it's not necessarily an answer that satisfies most Leeds fans, but the market has been slow. Um, if you look, not just in the Premier League, but the, the Championship as well, we're yet to really sort of break a stride with, with and have lots of transfers. Um, it's going to have to come to a point where clubs are going to have to start doing business very soon or mm. they're going to start panic buying because the, the, yeah. the window closes so early it's August the 9th this year which is so much earlier than, than in years gone by there's going to be a tipping point where clubs are going to have to start doing their business and do it very very quickly they are and I think it's going to be this domino effect when the World Cup ends and I think we'll still feel that in the Championship I think once the deals start happening um People will will start moving. You know, a, a certain club X isn't going to sell player Y until they get the replacement in. It, you know, it's like a house chain. Basically, we can already see at the very top end mm. of the game. You know, not not players that Leeds are in for, unfortunately. But Ronaldo's <laughs> gone, Mares has gone, and you wonder yeah. big sums of money that trickle down effect. Will that filter down not just through Premier League teams, like you say, but into the Championship as well? Yeah, it, it, there's no doubt it will. Um, we also spoke to Angus Kinnear the other day, and he, he was he was quick to mention this. You know, 
he, he was saying everything's under control, um, you know, as, as you'd expect him to say, really. He's, he's not going to start panicking about it just yet. Um, but there's, there's another couple of reasons, I think, why, why Leeds are, you know, um, moving so slow. Obviously, Bielsa's only been, um, been in here for, in the country for sort of two and a half weeks. You know, he, he was appointed nearly a month ago now. But um, he'll, have, he'll have come with the idea of what he wanted, but he's had that day-to-day contact with the squad now. So he'll, he'll he he'll obviously, have more of an idea. famously, he watched every single minute of every single game from, I don't know, the last 20 years, whatever he's done. Two games <laughs> at the same time. Exactly. So, you know, he, he had a really good idea of what, what the squad was like, but being there on the grass day-to-day with them, that's, he's going to get a different idea of them. You know, he does these triple double sessions um, every day so yeah rather than you'd have thought yeah yeah in this weather oh um yeah which I spoke to Ronaldo Vieira about that the other day and he was saying it's it's tough yeah <laughs> tough hard imagine, work yeah I imagine he, he gave you a watered down version I think yes yeah exactly so but I think what it will have done is it'll give um Bielsa a really good idea if you know either you know strengthen the opinions he'd already formed or or see that other other areas are there um and obviously, you're right to mention that the the window does close early. It closes on um, it's the ninth, I think, August isn't it? Ninth, August yeah. the ninth, which is the uh, so it's just after Thursday. Leeds' first game. Isn't That's it? right. Yeah, it's um, the weekend before the Premier League starts. So, uh, but I think we're going to see quite a lot of loan activity from Leeds because the loan window um, doesn't shut until the end of the month, the usual August right, 31st. Right. Okay. So there's a bit of a buffer zone there for Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, th- I think this is where we're going to see Leeds probably do the majority um, of of their uh, their work in the transfer market. Obviously. Baker's in already. The next um, player in is looking like it'll be Jamal Blackman from Chelsea. Um, that's a real area of need for Leeds. They've only got one senior goalkeeper on the books with any uh, first-team experience at the moment. So. Would he go straight in, Jamal Blackman? Would he Would he usurp um, uh, Peacock Farrell? Uh, it appears that way. It appears that they're looking for a, for a new number one. Obviously, um, Bailey came in last season, parachuted in at the deep end you know, into a struggling team against the league leaders. Yes, they lost the first match 3-0, but he played, uh, I think it was 11 more games that I was season. I say, he, he ended the season very strongly, yeah, had a lot of support absolutely, from the fans. Absolutely, he did, all he could. Whether over the course of a season, at his yeah. young age, he's good enough and strong enough mentally to, to yeah. go over 46 games. I mean, he undoubtedly needs some competition there. Um, you, you, it's suicide to go into a season with only one keeper. Um, so he does need that. And, you know, he's too early in his career to be the uncontested number one. Um Blackman, by all accounts, very highly rated at Chelsea. He's, he's got a couple of years on on Bailey's, um, 24 years old, whereas Bailey's uh, only 21. He's had four loan spells um, in various divisions in the, in the football league last year at Sheffield United. So, in terms of having that bit more experience, um, we've got a piece on on the site today actually, which is uh, we spoke to one of our colleagues down at Football London, which they're part of the uh, the Reach PLC group, like we are, um, just sort of looking at where his strengths lie uh, and everything. Um, Good shot stopper, apparently. Questions about how commanding he is of his area. So obviously, this is <clears throat> excuse me, an often an area for young goalkeepers that they need to improve on. So, and I'd imagine to be able to set up with three players at the back. There might be times where he needs to be quite commanding. There could be some gaps opening up at the back that could come into play. But you know, mm. beggars can't be choosers. There aren't a lot of goalkeepers out there on the market. And no, that's it. I think and Leeds have been very frustrated. It's, it's kind of the story of, the, of their transfer window. They they were in for Angus Gunn at the start. Turns out Southampton were ready with this ten million plus yeah. bid for him. So uh, Gunn's now completed that move. He's a Southampton player. I would expect he'd be starting this season in the Premier League. Uh, again, Leeds can't compete there. <clears throat> David Stockdale is the other big target. That's that's been a funny one because um, by all accounts Stockdale wants to come to Leeds. He's, he's born in Leeds. Support the club as a youngster. And he's very experienced in the Championship. Very experienced. One of um, one of the best keepers over the last few yeah, years in the Championship. 100%. Um, 
And I say, by all accounts, he really wants to make the move, even to the account where he's favouring tweets on Twitter, linking with him with the move. Can't do any more. <laughs> Come and get me, please. That's, that's it, yeah. And Gary Monk had um, sidelined him. He's playing him with the kids, told him he doesn't want him anymore. But there's this news that Birmingham City might be hit by a transfer embargo due to um, overspending by Harry Redknapp. Who'd, who'd have thunk it, eh? No, not I Harry. Know, not yeah, Harry. Yeah, Surely a strange not. one, isn't but it? But he's not a wheeler dealer, remember <laughs> No, he's not a wheeler dealer. <laughs> and don't ever say that to him. Yeah, yeah. But for, but somehow the football gods have deemed that he um, he did manage to wheel and deal a bit too much. <laughs> With Nico uh, Crenshaw. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's not confirmed yet. But if that is the case, there might be a big rethink at Birmingham. So they might sure. need to uh, to rely on players like um, Stockdale, who they've banished um, to training with the kids. So that one looks like it's it's dead in the water. So Blackman's the you know the looking like the very obvious choice at the moment. Um, There's also been a few a few more transfer frustration for Leeds. They all, all seem to happen sort of on the same day last week. You had this um, news about Gunn. You had Stockdale. Uh, Matej Vidra. Um, myself and Beren talked quite a lot about him last week. We weren't massively over the moon about this signing you know in terms of what the resources they put into it and the, it would, the, the it would need. be a big chunk of money wouldn't exactly, it exactly yeah um, but it turns out by all accounts he's now um, or his people have upped his wage demands and he's looking for a really really hefty pay pack in, in sort of he's talking 50 grand a week area which you know are Leeds going to put that much in they, they want to make these statement signings but I don't think they're going to be held to ransom and so. also with Vidra he's a good player but you don't get if you're spending £50,000 a week you want mm. to guarantee that he is going to be one of the top marksmen in the league and as good mm. as Vidra is I'm not sure that he offers quite that guarantee if yeah. honest, you know you want, you want him to be netting 25 plus goals a season for that sort of money he has and he's had down seasons before he's, yeah. he, has, he, has, he has hit the heights he did last season but he has had these seasons where he doesn't and I'm not sure he's the natural sort of number nine that, that Leeds are going to want to sort of spearhead the uh, Bielsa's new formation. Sure. So that's the, the trail there's gone cold. Abel Hernandez, we've not heard much about him. He's been linked with more clubs. Again, big wages demanded, I'm, I'm but, sure, at his end. That's it. I mean, uh, as I alluded to earlier, me and Berman were chatting about him. I think we'd both prefer to see him here. But if he, there's this competition, if there's teams offering Champions League football, it starts to get a bit tricky. Um, the, the other sort of uh, transfer bombshell which hit last week was uh, Kyle Bartley, who started the season, um, the off-season, as one big, of Leeds' big, big target. Favorite. Big fan's favourite. Been here for a year before on loan. Um, Leeds were apparently very keen on making a, a deal happen for him. He's now on the brink of signing for West Brom. Um, a fee of three and a half, four million has been banded around there, um, which the, tra- the trail did seem to go cold with him. Again, he was another player who did want to come by all accounts. Yeah. Um, he had he did end the season injured. I think that did certainly slow down, um, you know, any the transfer at the start of the summer. Plus Swansea's sort of sorting themselves out, getting the new manager in. Of course, realizing that one put, a, put a buffer on things as well. Yeah, so um, it looks very much like he's on the way now to uh, to West Brom. Um, and interestingly, they've also been linked with a couple of Leeds players. Um, obviously, we've seen all these players leave, uh, but none of them are sort of really in the first team picture. But there's a report in Sweden that West Brom are after Pontus Janssen, who. Uh, obviously came on against England uh, well it would rekindle weekend. that as a centre-half <laughs> partnership wouldn't it and you know when they played together at times they were incredibly formidable you know at their peak they were they were a really strong partnership they, they were um, and whether West Brom have seen this now personally I'm not holding too much into that into these links it's just one sort of line in in the Swedish press um, we'd yet to really see if there's any, there is any concrete interest in there from West Brom so I wouldn't, if he I wouldn't, did go it'd be a, how much of a blow would that be from Leeds' point of view. Well, Leeds would be very light at the back if that was the case. Um, Liam Cooper, by all accounts, um, Bielsa likes what he sees from Liam Cooper. Um, 
sometimes a diverse diverse figure with the fans, Cooper. But very much so at the end it, of last season, particularly. Yeah, but I think he's um, he's definitely in the plans. Um, Paddy O'Connor's gone as well. So if, you, if you're getting rid of Pontus, um, it, not many options left. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'd, they'd have to go spend there. But as I say, I'm I'm not expecting too much to come from that. Um, they're also linked with um, Kemal Roof, um, West Brom. He started his career there um, as a youth player. But by all accounts, um, Roof's another player that Bielsa has sort of taken a liking to and thinks he'll fit really well into his system. He's quite so adaptable to play a number of positions. Yeah. So unless it's a, a ridiculous offer, I don't, I don't think Leeds will sell. They don't need to sell. You know, they've certainly on a more certain um, financial footing. So uh, I'm not sort of making too much into that one. Uh, one more name I'm, I'm going to throw out while we're talking rumours is um, uh, Domingos Quinoa from uh, West Ham so this is the latest uh, player might to be linked might not be uh, as much of a household name this one no that's, that's right it's um, David Anderson at the, the Mirror again one of our colleagues here at Reach um, PLC um, he, he was the one who uh, got this line yesterday he's, um, so if, if you're not familiar with, uh, with Kina's work he's um, an 18 year old um, midfield, uh, midfielder winger attacking type uh, from West Ham very highly thought of um, he uh, started off his youth career sort of um, in this country at Chelsea. Uh, West Ham were able to sign him due to sort of um, paperwork shenanigans. Uh, again, we've got a piece on the site here if you want to read more about that. Uh, really highly rated. He's previously had the likes of Liverpool, Ajax, all those sort of clubs um, looking at Very him. Very high regard. Though. Yeah, yeah. He's um, a, a European Under-17s Championship winner with, uh, with Holland. Um, but... He's only got a year left on his, his West Ham deal. West Ham have been willing to let a few of their players go, um, their younger players, um, you know, like sort of Reese Oxford and all that sort. Uh, so he appears gettable, and especially as they're going to sign Philippe uh, Anderson, the, uh, the Brazilian from Lazio, who's sort of in their position. It's another block into the, into yeah, the first team. So, so you can see perhaps why, why he might be gettable. Um, and I said with only a year left on his, on his deal, he might be quite cheap. And again, He's one of these players that's versatile, so he'll, he'll fit in quite a few attacking positions, like on, on flanks or, or central a bit, which Bielsa does like. He's another one, though, that he's, he's not a, a marquee signing. Mm. Again, do, do Leeds need that marquee signing, certainly in the attacking positions? Yeah. Is that something that Bielsa goes for? Is that something that Leeds you know, need going into the season as much for hope as it is for the, the skill and yeah. the expertise they bring? Well, um, yeah, hope definitely, but but just from a you know logistical point of view, I think they they need that goal scorer. You don't see many teams get promoted without an out and out goal scorer, and they cost money. Yeah, you know, it's going to have to be your marquee signing. Um, interesting, you say about sort of like the the hope and expectation there. We've uh, this week we've been running a fan survey about um, how Leeds are doing in the transfer window because obviously you know we, we're we're looking at sort of social media. We're seeing Leeds fans getting very itchy feet about the lack of progress. Um, so we put out a survey earlier this week, just sort of asking you for your views on, you know, how you think the window's going so far, uh, what they need to be doing. A uh, really good response, like literally hundreds of you have, have replied to it. it. Is, it's fantastic. I did it yeah. earlier and, um, you know, it, it doesn't take long at all. It's, it's a, it's a two-minute jobby, but it's, it's really good. You can, you can put in the players you want, uh, the sort of budget that you think Leeds should be spending. Um, That's it, and yeah. the responses we've got so far... It's yeah. overwhelmingly uh, pretty disappointing. Not great. <laughs> we're going to uh, we're going to collate all the um, all the responses probably um, for the end of the week on Friday, so you, so you can have a proper look there. But um, I mean, the way things are looking at the moment. So the first question is, how happy are you with with the transfer progress so far? Scale of one to five, five being delighted, one being distraught. Um, and I've got to say, looking at things as they stand, obviously this is subject to change. But you can change this. Yeah, um, nearly two thirds of you are distraught. So yeah. <laughs> not mincing your words. Not there. looking good, is it? Yeah. Come on, 
Yeah, so, um, and, and again, we ask questions like how many players they need to sign, five to six or three, three to four. They're sort of like the most popular answers at the moment. Um, the majority of you think attack is where you need to sign. So again, it's this need for this, this striker, this, this number nine. Um, uh, and also the, uh, the money that you, you want to see spent. Um, let's just have a look here. So the, uh, we've given you some sort of brackets of, uh, of figures and it's the, uh, the nine to 11 million currently um, nine to 11 million pounds more than half of uh, the respondents so far want Leeds to be spending that on on a new striker so I think it, only the most pragmatic of Leeds United fans are going to vote for the naught to three million pound bracket there yeah probably didn't need to put that on because yeah. there's uh, there might be the odd response in there yeah I don't think anyone has responded to that but we'll, a, we'll find out price. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and also wages we asked them um, sort of what what the wage situation should be obviously they've this season they've had a uh, or last season rather as it is now it's, it's been sort of like a £15,000 a week wage cap has been sort of like the, the unofficial party line there um, we, we know that Leeds are, red, are willing to break this and, and the answers here are, are reflected in that I think the majority would looking they'd be willing to, to shell out up to sort of 30 grand a week for a big name um, which you know you, you're going to have to do we mentioned earlier yeah. that those marquee strikers who might cost a lot of money Vidra wanting 50 plus thousand uh, fifty thousand plus rather a week, maybe not those sorts of figures, but something approaching that. If you're going to go and sign yeah. somebody of that level, you're going to have to pay that money. Yeah, that's it. And um, in, in terms of the players that you um, you, you do want to see signed, Vidra is Vidra is certainly the most popular uh, answer here. So very much flavour of the month. Yeah, but I think unless um, his representatives sort of climb down a bit here, uh, I'm not sure we're going to be seeing this. And it's Lee's going to have to look to either you know the loan market. Perhaps it's you know one of these Premier League sides with too many players. Jordan Jordan Huggill was the um, uh, was the big sort of uh, name banded around this weekend. Uh, Leeds were in for him. Went back when he was at Preston in January. Uh, West Ham came, blew him out of the water financially. Um, they spent around ten eight to ten million pounds to sign him up. Um, but it, it's a strange one. Like he's played he played twenty two minutes for them. Um, and again, we were talking to our colleagues down at Football London. There's there's a piece you can read on the site. And uh, he was bought by David Moyes, who was the then boss uh, at West Ham, as sort of a contingency for them being relegated to the Championship. So he's almost surplus requirements, whether yeah, it's a loan or it's, it's a permanent deal. It's a bizarre one, isn't it? Because you know they're not they're not going to get that sort of money back for nope. him now. He's Usually uh, inflated costs. You know he's not he's not damaged goods per se, but he's certainly done nothing to sort of. You know, he's not had the opportunity to show that he's worthy of this price tag. So. Exactly. He's, he's a player who scored in the championship. You know, he's maybe not the razzle dazzle of a Vidra of a Abel Hernandez, but I think um, I think it'd be it'd be a start certainly. I think that's that's what Leeds um, need at the moment. But that's really good. This this um, this this quiz that you can do or this uh, this form that you can fill in, sorry, is is fantastic. You know, it's, it's a really quick thing to do. But there's all the info on there, and it's almost like a, a football manager light. If you were, <laughs> you can go on and have your say about what you think Leeds should do this summer. Yeah, so, so have a go on that. Um, we'll probably put the answer up tomorrow, which is Friday, um, Friday afternoon. So still chance to uh, to get in there if you're listening here on uh, on your commute to work on if Friday morning. If you're quick, um, but we'll have all the answers for you there. Um, looking ahead now, um, it's not long to go, is it? Not long to go at all. Um, Forest Green Rovers away on Tuesday night. Hey, it's got the glamour of a World Cup semi-final that one. Yeah, it does, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Just the same. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, so that's coming up, yeah, um, less than a week now until Leeds' first pre-season game. So. Yeah, so we'll be there, won't we? Uh, we shall. We'll Barron's going down. He'll, he he'll is, bring yep. you all the, all the reaction and the, the live uh, reports from that one. Live so. report, we'll have, we'll have player ratings for you. I know everyone likes to see some player ratings. Um, 
and it's also our first chance to see. Oh, it's going to be fascinating. Marcelo Bielsa's it's, system. It's going to be and, brilliant. You know, is he going to do this three-three-one-three? I uh, really hope so. Oh, me know, too. I can't I wait think, to see it. I think the thing with that is it will bamboozle so many teams. Certainly in pre-season, mm. maybe the lower league teams, but even in the Championship, I think a lot of teams will come up against it and think, "What on earth am I playing against?" Mm, and yeah. that's where Leeds could get a bit of success. That's um, it. Yeah. And so, um, you know, hopefully we see that next Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. Um, OK, well, I think we'll, we'll call it a day there. Um, as ever, stay tuned to leeds-live.co.uk for all your latest news. Hopefully we'll have some better transfer news to bring you. Um, Fingers crossed. Before we talk again, we'll, uh, we'll probably come back to you here in the pod booth after the Forest Green uh, game, so sort of middle of next week. Um, but in the meantime, uh, if you could um, review and subscribe uh, to the podcast on all your usual apps, iTunes and all that sort of stuff, that would be brilliant. Um, as ever any feedback um, you can get us on at Live Leeds United on Twitter or I'm at Joe Mewis uh, I'd love to hear what you, you make of the pod um, any feedback any suggestions always welcome um, but until then Christian thanks for coming on again not a problem always a pleasure cool good stuff and we will speak to you next week bye now